0: Welcome to Solo BG, your podcast for solo and cooperative board games. Here you will find everything you need to know about your favorite and most recent games, art, rules, gameplays, and interviews. Here is your host, Derek
1: Rodriguez. Hi, welcome to Solo BG. My name is Derek, and we are again for another episode, a very, I would say, very good one because it's now right now in the hype and all the stuff, and I'm here with my friend Jonathan. How are you, my friend?
0: Uh, doing pretty well. Have
1: you, you been, been play? playing a lot recently?
0: Uh, I've been playing a little bit. Um, one of the, yeah. the new ones that I tried um, this week was actually one that I've been wanting to get for a long time, and I got it at a board game auction we went to. Um, but that is Chronicles of Crime. Okay. Um, and that's one that, um, you know, we could even talk about later since it's either solo or cooperative, but, um, oh, that be good, yeah. um, but I like, you know, I mean, it's almost like doing an escape room or like one of those murder box kind of things, but you know, you follow the clues, you're investigating the crime, you do it all through the app where you scan the QR codes on every card and then you, you know, interrogate suspects and look at evidence and, you know, have different, um, People look at things for DNA or do autopsies. Um, and the one I got even came with these little VR glasses that you hook up to your phone. So when you're looking at a crime scene, you just kind of move your head around and kind of turn around in three hundred and sixty degrees and you can look at the crime scene for
1: evidence. So I was um, just going to ask you about that. like I hear uh, I haven't played the game, but I hear when I you know when the game came out and all this stuff, and I was looking to it, and I remember I saw that it was with virtual reality uh, you know uh, implemented on the game. And uh, so you're saying like you can, I guess you download the app and you stick it. So it can with the, actually with the goggles on the,
0: on the, on the game. Um, the, the actual game does not, but the one I got from the, from that board game auction, the, the previous owner actually already had the goggles or the, they're almost like, um like the little opera glasses kind of that, you know, that you hold up on a stick when you go to the opera to look at through the binoculars, they're almost okay, that yeah, size, yeah. but it like clips over your phone. So it's really easy to use. Um, Even like you know, with me where I've already got glasses, it's it's really easy to to use. But those came with it, but normally they're extra. Okay. Um, okay. But now, what know, about f-
1: the what about the VR quality? Like, actually, like when you're doing 360 and stuff, is it is it decent? Is it good or it kind of and eh, like whatever? I mean, for what it is, it's pretty cool. Um,
0: I mean, uh-huh. it's definitely not like you know one of the the PlayStation VR or any of those things. But you know, for what it is, for just wearing these little um, you know, these little glasses and just kind of putting it on your phone and, you know, turning around and looking up and down, I um, mean, you know, I think it's cool enough that it's, I think it's worth it. I mean, better than just, you know, I tried it with the glasses and without the glasses. And I mean, it's the same picture, but it's a lot cooler looking at it with the VR.
1: Yeah. I, I, it, it it seems like it's a very good game. Like you mentioned before to do a review, uh, actually to dedicate an episode. And I'm really looking forward to, to try it with you and probably try it, Well, you're traveling solo right now. So to try like, you know, cooperative and then, for me to try and solve it and that way, we can have different uh, perspectives of the game and we can dedicate an episode. Because uh, I believe it was at the same time that uh, the one from Ignacy Trezevich came out, Detective. So I don't know how similar they will be. Of course, Detective doesn't have any VR included. It has more like the website that you go in and you check the real cases of, the, of whatever mystery or, or assassination that you're trying to solve. And then at the end of the game, you have like a certain quiz or test, and if you pass that test or quiz, well, you win the game. Of course, I'm just mentioning a few words. I mean, there's a lot of things that you can be doing during the game, but uh, once again, they came at the same time. I believe, if I'm not making any mistake. Yes, very so close it, together. It, yeah, so it will be interesting to to uh, first approach Chronicles of Time for some crime. Sorry, uh, for an episode, and then from there with Detective, or probably do an episode about you know mystery solving uh, detective type of style games in that way we can put both together and, you know, talk about both. So that I'm looking forward to that too. It's, it's, it seems like a, like a good idea. Don't you think? Yeah.
0: And the one thing I liked about this, especially for me, cause I don't do as much solo as you or Caleb, but um, like it, it comes with a tutorial in the app to learn how to play. So I really like that. So okay. I, you know, it's not just reading the rules, but then like, I'm working on the first case right now and like, I think on the box it says 16 to 90 minutes and at least this one, I mean, it's probably one of the easier Cases, but uh-huh. you know, it's I'll probably be done and maybe take 45 minutes altogether. So um, it's definitely a quicker game, which I kind of like. Um, you know yeah. I, I, I haven't done Detective, but I, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what? I got Detective on the last Gen Con ed- edition, and I haven't even had a, the the chance to play it. It was very nice because on the GenCon, you know, I was talking to Ignasi, and he signed the the game for me, but I haven't even had a chance to play it. And, and the problem with Detective is that. Um, you need to you need to spend some time for the game. Like it literally tells you as soon as you open the the scenario booklet, I guess, it, b- before you play the first uh, mission or the first scenario, it literally tells you that it's gonna take you three hours, that you need to be focused, that you need to be ready to spend three hours in the game. So sometimes that amount of time is hard, you know, to to be all together and and be just playing one game because usually when we get we get together for that amount of time, three or four hours, we want to play different games. Or if we're gonna spend that uh, that amount of time, we usually try to bring something more epic to the to the table, like I don't know, Gloomhaven, or or do two or three missions on a side campaign, you know. So mm-hmm. um, I guess that's the main problem with Detective. Well, like I said, we, we will have the opportunity in the future to approach an episode about uh, you know Detective and mystery games and all the stuff, and and see what are the difference and if the games are worth it or not. Even if you already mentioned that these Chronicles of Crimes. It's a very, very, um, I guess, promising so far. At least have you been playing one mission? It's promising that it's going to be a very good game for cooperative for solo players.
0: Yeah. Um, And the other thing, um, I mean, I I won't have to try it yet, but I think for some of it, you can even download more cases onto the app and then you you know use the same materials you have. So, um, like even in terms of like getting expansions for at least right now, it's not too bad in terms of having to go buy another game or another box. So.
1: so what else have you been playing besides Chronicles of Crime? Um, that's pretty much it. You know, I've been. Um, well, I mentioned in the previous episode, you know, when we play at your at your uh, location, the the Megaland game and the Munchkin and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, it was fun though. Yeah, I haven't played much since those. Um, but
0: I definitely would like to play Megaland again. Um, yeah, yeah you know, um, the Munchkin one, it was okay. Um, but it was very much a Munchkin game i mean it's worth playing just because you know we like the superhero themes so for x-men was pretty fun but i definitely like to play megaland again especially for as quick as that was um yeah i think there, that'd be a good, like, good one to have there,
1: there's actually a variant that i that i talked on the previous episode uh when we talk about the city of gods which oh my god i still excited about the game I and mean, if you haven't listened to that episode go right now well not right now after you finish this episode uh go and check out the Teotihuacan city of gods episode it's one of the games that I just love it a lot and I can play it multiple times and I don't care. And you can see what I think about the game. So just after you finish this episode, go back to to Tiwakan City of God. And if you already listened to that episode, you will notice that we're talking about Munchkin because you know I, I mentioned that I played with you, Jonathan, and with Caleb. And one of the things that I didn't like from Munchkin was like uh, that the jokes are fun, but now if we play it again, we can see what is coming. So there, I don't yeah. think there's much replayability, on at least on the X-Men uh, Munchkin. I have never played any other version of Munchkin, never. That was my first experience or my first rodeo with uh, with Munchkin. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't think I will, with that, you know, sensation of X-Men, I don't think I will be able to get another Munchkin unless I found it like, in a store for, I don't know, a couple of bucks, and that way I can just buy it to play it one time, and that's it. Yeah, I mean,
0: like, you know, I got mine for like $5. Um... yeah. And, like, in college, I played, like, regular Munchkin. It was the same sort of thing. You know, we'd play it every once in a while. But, yeah. you know, that was even before, like, w- once I discovered the DC Deck Builder, it was kind of, that was my go-to game. or Yeah, yeah. You know, Settlers of Catan. I mean, it's, it's just a lot more... Um, more basic, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just more unpredictable and kind of random, like some of the cards where, you know, I think we're so used to playing games with more strategy or... You know you can kind of plan ahead or whatever, but you really can't do much with that with munching just because it's so random.
1: Yeah, Um, I was actually I was actually mentioning making the joke, I'm sorry, last episode that you know when I draw when I draw that uh, I don't remember who was the enemy, but he was like level nine, and I was at level nine, a level ten. I'm sorry, I was able to beat it, but then he says something like, "Well, it's gonna be plus three for every device that you have on the table," and everybody had, you know. Caleb has her cell phone. I remember you had your cell phone, but I had my cell phone too. So that added a couple of points or, or probably like six or nine points to the enemy. And that's it. I couldn't do it. And now if we play it, I know that I won't have my cell phone set again over there. Or, you know, things like, well, if somebody has the the red hair, well, this enemy or this, uh, yeah, gets instead of being level 12, you add another six. So that was yeah. the the part that I, I found it, you know, like kind of new, I guess. But at the same time, like, well, I mean... It was fun for one time, but it won't be fun the second time, I guess. But yeah. anyway, um, besides Megaland and, and you know, the Munchkin that we played together, recently I discovered this is a game that it, it was released, I believe, in 2015, but I just played it recently. And uh, I'm talking about Deep Space D6. I actually sent you a picture uh, when I was trying it and I was playing it. And... It's a solo game, but it's very, very nice. It has a jazzy mechanic where you're rolling and you have different uh, stations on the ship. You know, if you roll a certain symbol, you will trigger the captain ability or the medic ability or the, you know, the fire ability, and you will be drawing encounters during. that guess you're in the space thematically, so you will be drawing like I don't know, like space uh, pirates or like uh, meteorites or things like that. Can that they can damage your shields and hulls? And your ship can get destroyed. And, and in order to win the game, well, you just need to run through all the deck of cards. Or if you get destroyed before that, well, you lose. But it sounds very simple, and it's very—it's a very simple game, but it's a very fun one too. And I'm looking forward also either to do an episode or to do a giveaway or something because it's a game that I just recently discovered, discovered I'm sorry that I probably a lot of you amazing listeners have already played. But you know, it's a great game, and I'm looking forward, like I said, to have a giveaway of that and. You know to share because it's a very very nice uh solo game that i've been trying recently and as well like always like i've been mentioning in the last five or six episodes again i've been playing imperial assault this you know the the include now with the, the imperial Soul, now that you have the app as a dm i think it really makes a lot of another different game for for you know for imperial so i guess it's more like a, I, for me it feels like a mansions of madness type star wars game and the other one that I'm willing, that I'm like, that I'm wanting to try is The Lord of the Rings: The Journeys of the Middle Earth, which is already released. It was released on April 18, and it has the same mechanic or very similar mechanic to Imperial Assault. Like when you have the app, and you will be moving with The Lord of the Rings characters, of course, and you will be drawing encounters, and you will be having adventures, and and all that kind of stuff, just like similar to Mansions of Madness and Imperial Assault. I guess Fantasy Flight already find uh, the formula to be successful in those kind of dungeon crawling games making you know the assistance of an app there it makes it fun and easier and i i'm, I'm assuming they're going to be keep releasing games like that don't you think i would think so yeah i mean it's it's been good for them i mean you know mm-hmm. i i think since manchester madness came as a second edition with the app incorporated well it became like a big like a big thing and now imperial soul it gives bring it back to life and then the Lord of their wings. Everybody's going crazy on the Facebook groups about it. So you know, it's another game that I'm looking forward to try. Anyway, Jonathan, please tell us which game are we going to be talking about tonight. Well,
0: I don't know <laughs> if I don't know if you're aware of this, Derek, but there's a movie I don't know. coming I don't know. out this that's weekend. Why, that's why I'm
1: asking you because I don't even know.
0: Um, I know you're more of a uh, DC person. You know, um, me well. yeah. But there's um a pretty big movie um about some superheroes
1: you mean star wars i'm assuming
0: right yeah yeah just a few months early but well, prob- um, get-
1: probably i'm pretty sure you're talking about the the joker with uh joaquin phoenix too oh yeah that's that's yeah, yeah. um I'm, i, I would think i I cannot think about any other movie right now that that everybody could be going crazy other than those two well the
0: movie that i'm going to this weekend i don't know about you but it is <laughs> um in anticipation of a, avengers endgame um we're going to talk about thanos rising of avengers course. infinity war
1: the fate of the universe is in your hands. That's what it says on the game. Thanos Rising, Marvel, Avengers, Infinity War. The fate of the universe is on your hand. That's the game that we will be talking about tonight, Thanos Rising. It's a game that surprisingly, just like you mentioned, Jonathan, I'm more like a DC guy. I love DC. For me, there's a couple of, There's. I'm a huge fan of a few things. But one of two mainly things that I'm a huge fan, or three mainly, I will say, is uh, either Batman, uh, Back to the Future james bond and star wars of course but as you know and as i've been telling in different episodes i'm not a marvel guy but but that doesn't mean that i really enjoy the game i think it's a very good game i will give my thoughts at the end of the the episode but we will be talking about thanos rising and this is because why my friend you were mentioning something about a movie i think that it's getting decent amount of tickets sales so far yeah um
0: so it is the last part of this Avengers saga continuing uh-huh. from Infinity War. It's going to be Avengers Endgame where we find out how
1: they're going to reverse the snap or something. I hope they don't. I hope so, they don't. Yeah. But you know, I, think, I mean, I, I, like, it's, like, it's, like I said, I'm not a huge Marvel. Like for me, the mo- the Marvel movies are like, well, you know, that's fine. Whatever. I They're enjoyable. There's a few that they're very good. Like, uh, well, I guess should, somebody will be like, well, like, what do you mean by a few? But, you know, for me, I guess. I like Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are very good movies. But probably my favorite by far is uh, Infinity War. And one of the things that I like from Infinity Wars is that it brings me memories for kind of the same feeling of the Empire Strikes Backs with, with Star Wars, you know, where the bad guys win at the end. And it was something that probably not a lot of people were expecting, of course, without. After everybody spoiled, I remember going crazy in the social media. Everybody making memes and spoiling what was going on in the movie. Which, by the way, now with the letter from Marvel and Disney, uh, you know, I'm I, I'm glad that they're doing that social media movement, asking for the for the geeks and the fans for not to spoil if you go to the premiere and or you go the first weekend for not to spoil to to, to everybody else. But anyway, Thanos, uh, I'm sorry, Avengers: Infinity War. I really enjoyed it because Thanos won and i'm looking forward to watch this movie i haven't had my i haven't got my tickets yet probably i will go after the following week of the premiere but probably one of the things that i know that i will enjoy from the movie is that everybody that got killed is gonna come back and or probably most of them and that's one of the things that i won't probably enjoy because at the end it will be like or it will be something like yeah we're the good guys and we win and whatever and probably that's why i like more dc and the batman of the you know the movie is more dark and that not every not always everything happens like it's supposed to happen or like star wars you know that you don't know how it's going to end it could be the good or the bad guys and that's what that's why i like them and with 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 marvel it seems like it's always you know we are yeah the good guys they always win so that's why i have my you know my caution is about how i'm how far or how well i'm gonna like endgame
0: I mean I think the I mean I think you're right the good guys are gonna win um <laughs> yeah, and I th- but I think the characters are gonna come back, but I think there are gonna be some probably permanent deaths of some of the avengers, yeah or at least I'm hoping just based on what things have, you know uh, the comics that I've read but um but I, th- I think it will be the end for some people. it'll just be you know trying to see which ones but i think a lot of the people that died from the snap will come back because a lot yeah, of them I mean, were there were secondary characters and i feel like Marvel's going to want to do more movies like with dr strange and spider-man and you know i think they've kind of tapped out on iron man i could see there being like another thor movie but you know some of the original avengers i could see them
1: actually dying so we'll see yeah, I mean, of course, and Disney needs to make more money from that license too, so yeah, they're gonna they're gonna try to make it fresh, I guess. Now you know, like probably like you said, some of the guys, I guess, like Captain America, Iron Man, you know, the expensive actors, they probably will have to go, and then bring younger people, young actors, in that way they can mm-hmm. you know do a you know a refresh on the franchise, I guess, um, you know, and I, I'm I'm looking forward to see where this goes after after the movie, well, but let's wait first to see what's in the movie anyway. Because of all that hype that it's right now about Marvel, that I don't know if it's going to be sold out or not, which of course it is like since, since, a, so month, <laughs> yeah, since a month ago or something. Uh, even if you go to small towns like in the middle of nowhere, like no offense, but like Nebraska or South Dakota or somewhere like place like that, there's pro- they're probably already sold out too. So anyway, uh, we're going to talk about Thanos Rising. The fate of the universe is in your hands. Avengers Infinity War. Let's see how the box and cover looks. Box and cover. Okay, so now let's take a look of the art of the box. And like always, you know, the mechanic of this episode, of this show, better said, is to give you that audio unboxing feeling. So I have the box here. I'm going to start moving it. I think you can hear it, all the components inside. And Jonathan, tell us about the art that you
0: find on the the front of the cover of the box. So on the front of the box where it has the name of the game, um, you know, it has Thanos Rising. Um, has a very large picture which takes up most of the front of the box of Thanos.
1: Yeah,
0: huh? I don't know if that's smiling, but it, it's Thanos's face. Um, <laughs> you know, it doesn't look like he has all his armor and stuff on, but it's just like his his uh, uh, bit, it's, it's big like, purple like, head. It's, it's like a naked Thanos,
1: but you don't see the body; you just
0: see you, the head. You, you don't know, so you just assume. <laughs> um, <laughs> So you, you, have, you have Thanos there, and he's either – I mean, he looks angry or constipated, but he's kind of
1: yeah, – Yeah, probably constipated. He has a lot of wrinkles on his face.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, probably well, probably if
1: like a... he's in the restroom or something, He's <laughs> stuck in the picture, you know?
0: But it's a, a very angry-looking Thanos. Um, yeah. And um, that's pretty much in front of the box. I mean, it's got some red behind him, some purple um, – yeah. I mean, the red almost kind of, you know, when you look at it, it almost kind of looks like blood spatter. Um, yeah,
1: or, or, so he's angry, yeah. So he's so, not in the restroom, but, probably. I don't, I don't no. think unless there's
0: some hemorrhoids or something they're going on. <laughs> um, but on the front, you know, it also gives the age. Age is 10 plus, and it's two to four yeah. players. And then when you flip it over, um, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, when we go inside the box, but it shows some sure. of the components with the game. Um, and, you know, a lot of those are, you know, that's one of the main draws of the game but it has some of the components It previews some of the cards um it it tells you all the contents of the box um yeah you know and it gives it it does give you a description of the game um which is is, you know basically everything leading up to infinity war
1: and um actually actually let, let me see if i can read it it's very short so it says it's all been leading up to this thanos is ready to enact his master plan And it's up to the greatest heroes in the universe to assemble, working together like never before. In this cooperative game, players must build teams to heroes to face off against Thanos and his villainous allies, attempting to thwart him before he collects all six Infinity Stones, like in the movie, to power the Infinity Gauntlet and wreak havoc on the very fabric of reality. So yeah, like you mentioned, then also on the back of the box, it has the publisher, which is USAopoly. And the game designer, which is Andrew Wolf. So that's the uh, you did a very nice description of the of the cover, my friend, with the face of Thanos well, thank angry. You. Yeah. And you know one of the things that I like is that actually his eyes, uh, they're very like shining or it seems like they were glowing. So that was a very nice detail that they had they add to the box. Now since you're a, a comic reader mm-hmm. a very you know, from all your life, this Thanos is of course uh, Josh Brawling, right, I'm assuming? Yeah, I mean, the one that's on the the picture,
0: you know, is more of the movie yeah. art character. Um, yeah. well, he's uh, angry,
1: yeah, he's angry, I can <laughs> tell the cover. But anyway.
0: Yeah, I think that's ba- or it's at least art based off of his, with Thanos from the movie.
1: Yeah, probably they did some modifications in that way they, they, they don't pay him rights or whatever. Yeah. But, but anyway. So that was the boxing cover. We agree with the H, I guess 10 plus. Even you, I think you can go even a little bit lower. Like probably they could do it like 8 plus because I don't see, I don't see too much of a complexity in the game. Anyway, we're gonna talk about how the game plays. But this was the boxing cover. Now let's take a look what is inside the box. Inside the box. Okay, so now that we are inside the box, the first thing that we have as soon as we open it's a very nice again Thanos angry face. Uh, rule rulebook it says thanos rising the fate of the universe is in your hand and it's the instruction manual and it's a 12 double-sided page full color which i always appreciate when they put full color and then we have the rest of the components in the box two uh cardboard i guess uh, you know kind of trackers we call it like deployment zones and then you have the thanos gauntlet in cardboard too very nice and then one of the things that i really appreciate from the game too is the huge the big miniature of thanos which is fully painted, my friend. And we will talk about... I, w- I would like to hear your opinions on that component, which I know already that you have uh, some good opinions about it. But let me just mention a qu- uh, quick list of the, of them right now, which is uh, you will have 42 cards that include heroes and villains. You have the team base, which is the summary cards so of four big cards that they will represent each team um, that you will be playing. There are 15 power dice one Thanos die, one Infinity Stone die, one Thanos figure, which we already mentioned, 50 damage counters, 30 Infinity Stone, uh, control counters, 30 bonus tokens, one deployment zone, one Infinity Gauntlet, six stone cards, and six Infinity Stones. What do you think about the components of the game, uh, Jonathan? Taking into consideration that the art of the cards, it's literally from the movies. Yeah, um, I think,
0: um, I'm sure I'll probably talk about price later, but um, I think for everything that you get, um, I think the components are really good. Yeah. Um, even like when I heard descriptions of this game where you have the fully painted Thanos miniature that goes in the middle of the game, even yeah. if you play the game and you don't like the game, like I think it's a cool thing to have and you could even use that for like another game or just like to display. Yeah. Um, but, but even like the, the infinity stone, you know, the, the little actual infinity stones themselves, um, it's kind of nice to have like a physical stone and I mean, they could have done like a card you know, cardboard. Yeah, yeah, they, they you know, could make of it e- cheaper, of each for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then even the dice, you know, having the different color dice with the, you know, different symbols and stuff. Like, I think everything's very good quality for what
1: you get in the box. Yeah, actually, like, like I was mentioning, the cards are like the real actors from the movies, you know. Mm-hmm. You have, like, Drags, you have Loki, you have uh, Groot, you have uh, Star-Lord, you have Iron Man. Some of them, you don't see the actual face of the actor. Like, Iron Man, well, you see, uh, you know, Iron Man, but like, Loki, you see the actor there. And mm-hmm. then you you keep going to other characters like Gamora you see the actress uh, Hog Eye you see the actor Okoye you see Michonne there <laughs> uh, you see you see uh, Bucky Barnes and a, a few of the characters they came with their masks or the costume but other ones they just came the face of the actor which I think is it looks fun you know because especially since I don't think it will it would be good for this game unless you can tell me otherwise if they would go with. Uh, with like kind of cartoonish or like comic uh, art since the game is completely based on the movie. Little I mean, bit
0: since like... it's based on infinity war, like I don't think it would make any sense. And especially for these cards, like it's mostly just like an action pose or a headshot. So there, I mean, there's not really a whole lot going on on each card besides showing the character. So yeah, I think it's all, probably, it was a lot easier just to kind of take, yeah you know, the, you know, from the movie.
1: So, for the most part, we like the components, and we think the components are cool. We think the components are, you know, for the like, like Jonathan mentioned, for the price that you're paying, you're getting very good quality component. And the miniature of Thanos is very nice as well, you know, very—I don't know how many inches exactly it will be. I don't think it's—probably six inches, or I don't know. I'm very bad with measurements, but um, but the the fact that it's fully painted— uh, you know, that that's a plus. And it's crazy because I still see some of the people, like, on, on different Facebook groups painting or repainting this miniature, which is crazy. I mean, it looks great like it is, but I guess you can pick it up if you want. But, you know, um, but they still have some people uh, painting them. And the cubes that you get for the damage counters and the infinity counters for the stones, they're those kind of – like, they seem kind of glassy cubes, you know, red mm-hmm. and yellow, which, like, the kind of cubes that you also – getting uh first martians and you know like clank you know those kinds of cubes but those are wooden but imagine like glass that's that's what it is plastic but that's what they're trying to represent with the counters anyway the components are great so now let's see how the game plays because here in the next section my friend we're going to have some comparison with other game that we have been playing to a few times and our friend kelly is not here but he has a very different opinions about the gameplay or about how the game how good the game is compared to anything. So anyway, let's see how the game plays Mr. Jonathan and we we will be continue talking about Thanos Rising. Gameplay. OK, so now after we hear the, the theme of the Avengers, um, you know, we got excited because of the, now we're have ready, for, we're excited and we're ready for the action. Let's talk about how the game plays. Anyway, so, the, uh, you know, the idea of this game is that, you know, either if you play solo cooperative, uh, you, you want to work together to recruit heroes and defeat villains before Thanos collects uh, all six Infinity Stones, just like in the movies, or ten heroes are defeated um and in order to win well you need to kill certain amount of villains and that will be determined uh on depending on the difficulty of you want to that you want to play for a easy game which is not easy which that's one of the things that i really like from this game you will only have to kill seven uh villains but you can make it the whole deck and try to kill uh the nine that they include or ten i believe on the game uh, but anyway you can be adjusting the difficulty to that how it's going to work is that you're going to have the mat of the gauntlet the gauntlet i'm sorry layout, with the six infinity stones and in each infinity stone it will have uh five counters five places okay and uh you will choose uh, one of the teams to be for example you want to be the guardians of the galaxy team so the leader card will be gamora and it will start with that you will have a starting dice pool that you're gonna roll and the character uh card so how it works is like you will have another mat with thanos on the on the middle on the center of the, facing a certain direction and he has three deployment zones Um, and on each deployment zone, you will be drawing three cards and that can include either villains or heroes, the majority of heroes, of course, and you will be placing those, uh, cards around surrounding Thanos. So what's going to happen on every turn before you roll any dice, Thanos, let's say is going to start facing South. Uh, you're going to roll his direction dice. And first, before you roll his dice, I'm sorry, you're going to put your, your, uh, team token on any of the deployment zones so let's say thanos is facing south so you gonna put uh your token on the adjacent right of where he's looking to right so you're going to put it there because you're trying to rescue some heroes from there or making some damage to some villains so then you're going to roll the thanos dice and the thanos dice will have red uh, i'm sorry right left or like a a gauntlet symbol and what's going to happen is that if you if you roll the the r that it means right thanos will turn towards his right or towards his left. And he's gonna, wherever he turns, he's going to activate villains on, on his field. He's going to make one damage to all the heroes on that field, including if you have your deployment token there, you will get damage to all your heroes that you have on your team, even if you have just the main hero with the team or you already collect some heroes. So Thanos will be trying to kill everybody around the fields, around the deployment zones. And of course, also, he's going to roll another die that is gonna give him for sure a counter on the Infinity Stones uh, mats. So once he has, like, let's say on the red uh, stone, he once he has five uh, counters on that red stone, then he will gain that Infinity uh, in stone. You will put on the gauntlet and that little circle mat for that stone. You're gonna put it face up now, and he will trigger an ability every time that you roll the red color again for him to get that or for him to put a counter on that stone that he already had. So it will be more powerful. And once he gets the um, uh, five Infinity Stones, I mentioned six before, I'm sorry. Once he gets the five Infinity Stones, well, he will uh, win the game. Or like I mentioned, if he kills a certain amount of, of heroes, uh, he will also he will also win so that's basically how it goes and every time that you make damage to enemies you will be able to get uh, bonus tokens that that bonus tokens will audio uh, will give you an extra die to roll or an extra result to roll or uh or uh, to uh, be able to heal uh, some of your characters or some of your friends characters or some heroes on the on the deployment zones so that's how you're going to do it and it's going to be with a yahtzee mechanic so when you, on your turn you roll your dice and you need to at least assign one dice symbol to one of the cards on the on the field, and then you can roll the, all the remaining dice, and then you need to assign one if you want a reroll, and just like that. Like, if you want a reroll, you need to assign a die. And that's how it's going to work, and it's pretty much what it is. Don't you think, Jonathan, unless you want to add something for the gameplay?
0: I was just going to say, for, for the um, gameplay that you mentioned, um, I believe this one does still... It, it is all six Infinity Stones, so not just five, but there are six of them for him to win that way so it's,
1: fi- it's five or six. It's, it's, it's weird because um he has yeah you you know what you're right he has a six mat but on the gauntlet he has the five only five uh oh no 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 so right. there's, has- there's
0: one for each finger and then there's one that goes kind of on the
1: back of the yeah yeah Wh- One is in the middle finger <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you're right because you have the orange the red the blue the yellow the purple and the green yeah so you're right Sorry, sorry about it. <laughs> you see, I'm not a Marvel guy. That you can tell by now. That, but the game, I do, I do enjoy it. So you actually had the opportunity to we, we played this game. Remember uh, Jonathan and Jenkon before I got my copy, and uh, you know. So what else can do? You do you remember from the gameplay? I mean, you explained you know pretty much everything that you would
0: do. Yeah, um, I think the hardest part, <clears throat> well, at least when we play, I feel like every time you know when you would roll for for Thanos and he would move. Like, there's not that many options. I mean, I I think that's part of the difficulty of it, but I feel like anytime I would go to a sector, he would always go to that sector. It's in kind of witchcraft,
1: Um, I know, because
0: when I'm playing Solo
1: 2, it's like, I go to the right, and how he knows where I'm going, because he always (laughs) rolls that direction.
0: He probably has the time zone already, and he just goes back and he knows know. what it, you're gonna do.
1: It's crazy. There's only one chance and a thousand possibilities or something like that. So he always <laughs> he always gets you. And I guess I guess the idea of the game is the theme of the game. It it does very well or it serves very well for the game. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to to defeat him because he has many many ways to win and, and you only have one. Honestly, he can. I, I'm sure here on the rulebook, um, I can tell you right now, uh, you know how how the what all to tell you all the the ways that you can lose the game. If Thanos collects all six Infinity Stones, like we mentioned, ten or or more heroes are defeated, or if any of the players, Uh, you you got your main character killed. So he has three ways to win, and you only have one.
0: Definitely uh, puts the odds against you. I'm wondering, depending on how Endgame goes, if there's going to be an expansion to make it easier after you know how the Avengers win. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't think for this game it will be an expansion, you know, because the I mean, the, the game is Infinity War, so probably what they're gonna do is release another game, you know, now for um for Endgame, I would think. Yeah. And and yeah, but it's crazy because um, you know I didn't mention, but it has so the Thanos die, it has the right and left, but it also has the gauntlet um, the symbol, which that will trigger everybody, all the enemies. That are not in Thanos fields as they were. So that's a very powerful result that Thanos can get. So he was, let's say, he's facing Salad, You roll, he's died. He doesn't turn anyway. He activates or damage wherever he is again. He activates everybody, everybody else on his field, on the field surrounding, and that makes a lot of damage too. And or he can do a uh, roll, another um, result, which is the Infinity Stone result. And he will he will re-roll his infinity stone counter die again to get more counters in order to get the stones uh, sooner. Um, so it's it's yeah, and then it's it's crazy. It's it's always it's very every time that I play it's very challenging. You know, I really enjoy the game, but it's a difficult game, surprisingly, for a mass market game that it is. You know.
0: Have you ever won? I uh, know I've not won with you, but like forever, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: but. a couple of times when I, when I have played solo. Uh, but anyway, you know, now that we're talking about that, I guess the game, for the gameplay section, there's not too much to explain because it's very very basic, very easy. Let's go to my favorite section. Like, If we rather play this game solo or cooperative, and then now we can talk about our opinions and compare it to other games. So let's go to see how it plays better, if it's solo or cooperative. Solo or cooperative.
0: So now we're going to talk about, you know, just kind of our thoughts about the game, you know, and, and if we think it plays better solo or cooperative. Um, I think this was one that we, I think all three of us were, you know, pretty, pretty highly anticipating and, you know, wanting to play at Gen Con. And I know you and I, I don't think Caleb got to play at a Gen Con, but we nah, did. But it was only you and I, yeah. And, um, you know, before we got to play, you know, we enjoyed it. Um, I think for this one, I do like it better cooperative. Um, I think just from the fact, you know, when you watch the movie... Well, there, you know, there's a, di- a million different things going on. So I feel like it kind of feels that way. Like, you know, you you have your team, you know, whether you're the Guardians and somebody else's, um, you know, Black Panther or, um, you know, Captain America or whatever. But it kind of, you know, when you have the cooperative aspect, you kind of feel like, you know, you're kind of got you're kind of in charge of that sector, you know, while there's a team on or doing their thing. So, you yeah. know, you may not have that as much solo. Um I do think um, one of the things that has come up, especially um, from Caleb's feedback, is, you know, when you do have multiple players, you know, everyone has that same um, set of actions. So, you know, sometimes it can take time to roll the dice, move Thanos, you know, um, do that part and then, you know, roll, re-roll your dice so if you're playing a four-player game, you know, I think it can get kind of long, but, you know, maybe two or three players is probably the best number for cooperative, just that way it's not going to take so long to get back around to you to have a turn. Um, yeah.
1: No, yeah, I, I do agree with you. Like, I feel like this game, it works better for uh, top three players. I mean, it goes to four players, uh, but I guess for me the idea would be three players or even less. I I do agree that it plays better cooperative, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't play good solo. Uh, if, uh, if you're, if a solo gamer just uh, mainly if solo gamers ask me, uh, you know, like, do you recommend Thanos rising to get it? I would say if you're a Marvel fan, get it. And I'm pretty sure that everybody up there, I'm probably on the 0.01% of the population that is not a Marvel fan right now. So that's without being said, I'm assuming that, you know, that yeah, it's a, it's a game that for a solo player, you can have, I'm play, I've been playing it solo a few times, and you can play with two characters or one character if you want to make it more challenging, which you don't need to. You need to have two characters, believe me. Uh, but um, it plays fine, you know. I mean, of course, you don't have the interaction, like you mentioned, like, you know, like having other... Uh, in the table, like in the movie, like, hey, you know, well, Black Panther, now you go and help me. And I don't know, uh, you know, whoever, Gamora, just go and help me, help me and, and this and that. But, you know, that's, it has it lost that aspect of the game. But other than that, it's, it's, it goes faster because... You're always the one that is rolling and you don't need to wait for anybody else. And I guess that's one of the downsides of the game for some people that um, now at this point you want to have games where even if you're waiting for another player turns, you can still do certain things. But on this game, there's nothing you can do. I mean, I go on my turn and roll my dice. I select what I do. You can advise me or whatever but that's it i mean those are my actions and then it's your turn and i just need to wait uh which for me is not a big deal because it's not that longer though it's not like a super you know like longer waiting time but for some people that's a big issue for example you know for Caleb he if we compare this game to the reckoners uh, which he has a kind of similar mechanic uh you know one of the things the reckoner has is like you're always doing something even if other players are playing um but in this one, you had to wait. So what do you think about that aspect? Like, does it really bother you? Um, not enough not to play
0: it. Um, I think, you know, for me, it helps having that Marvel theme. Um, you know, just like the Reckoners, you know, it helps having, you know, the Reckoners theme and, you know, yeah. and, you know liking that storyline. Um, I think it does hurt the, not the replayability, but just, you know, playing it multiple times or is you know, more than, than what we do. Um, yeah you know, because it could take a while, but um you know, I don't think it affects it enough where I, I don't want to play it. It's just you know you, especially having played it a few times, we kind of know you know what t- kind of time commitment it's going to take but
1: but, like you mentioned, I mean we, we're talking about okay, I agree with you, you don't have too much replayability because it's so always the same, but we haven't been able to one together, you know oh yeah I mean, <laughs> so, I, I, so that 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 part of that challenging part of the game makes it I, uh, I, able I, I, for we replayable. It kind of forces you to have that replayability. <laughs> you, want, you, you want to do it again, and sometimes it yeah. can take... Because the time frame, we didn't talk about the time frame, but the time frame, it tells you that it lasts 45 minutes. I think it's kind of accurate, because in 45 minutes, either you're going to win or lose. <laughs> That's true. It's I mean, probably it can be way shorter than that. And, um, you know, for me, the, this kind of game is kind of the same with the Planet of the Apes, which I really enjoy. And it has, by the way, the same Jatsy mechanic. But for me, it's kind of at the same... Not at the same level, but for me, it's like, okay, you know... It's like if I watch the movie, like the movie, it's amazing and it won't change anything. Even if I watch it a thousand times, the game is the same. It's not going to change anything, but it's still, it's a good game because it's challenging and, you know, and the theme helps. Like even for me that I'm not a Marvel guy, the theme helps. And usually, usually the games that I own, I like them, but this game, I didn't own it when I play it and I do like them. And even if it was like a Marvel license and everything, I don't know what it was, but I like it and... You know, I, that's why I'm saying that, that a lot of people like gay solo gamers, they will still enjoy it. If you haven't tried, you will enjoy this game. I think it's good. And also if you use for cooperative, well, better because you will have your friends and you can, I don't know, put the movie on the background or the, or the music on the background and be rolling dice and playing and trying to defeat Thanos. Other than the, the time that you have to wait on other players' turns, do you, th- you can you think about other things that you don't like from this game?
0: Not really. I mean, you know, like you said, it does have the Yahtzee mechanism, so um, just with any sort of dice rolling, it does have that, Mm -hmm. you know, the the randomness of dice rolls. I mean, you know, sometimes you do play and you just get bad rolls, but besides that, not really. I mean, you can definitely still strategize. um, You know, the cards have abilities where you can kind of make a team based on that and what kind of characters you want in your team to either give you more dice or, you know, bonuses and different things. So. um, Yeah, I I was
1: just going to mention that because... I don't remember where I read this Like this game would it be better with kind of a deck-building mechanic, but I totally disagree because you have the abilities from the heroes that you're recruiting, and those abilities, like you mentioned, they will help you to do different things. So in a certain way, you're building your theme, not necessarily with a deck-builder, but you, you're training abilities in the cards. So yeah. that, that helps, you know?
0: Yeah, I think it would, you know, well, I think they would probably want to avoid deck-building too because you've already got Marvel Legendary, and yeah. then they released a 10-year anniversary with the movie art so then you've got you know if you had two games with the same art and they're both deck building i think it would even if it was different so i think having the dice at least makes it different from from legendary so
1: yeah and honestly like i said the design i i I like it and i'm looking forward to see more work from andrew wolf you know um, um in the future i mean like you said hopefully they will bring another board game now after the the next movie and the price for this game it's uh Market price, it will be like $50, and for the components that you get, it's it's I think it's definitely worth it. Uh, do you think it's a complex game? Not from a gameplay
0: standpoint. Um, I mean, I think it's easy enough to learn, so yeah, no, I guess, not I really.
1: Can, I can tell you by experience that I show it to uh, some friends that they're not board gamers at all. Like when I say not board gamers, like they play Monopoly and that's it. And I showed them they, this game, and they were like super intrigued about the game, and they played it, and they love it, and they bought a copy and everything. So in my experience, it's a game that you don't need to have any knowledge on. <laughs> you just buy it, bring it to a table, and everybody will have fun. And when we talk about the age at the beginning, I do believe that they could go a little bit lower, probably eight years or so, because, I mean, it's super easy. But I think the age is based probably, I guess, on the... I don't even know if those movies are PG-13 or not. They are. Um, okay. I th- yeah, I think they all are. Okay, so probably, probably they're based on that. But anyway, Thanos Rising—it's definitely uh, you know a game that you want to have, especially since now all the hype with you know Avengers and the End Game, and you know if you want to have a nice Marvel game in your collection that you can roll dice and you can work together, very cooperative and difficult and challenging. Definitely, this is a great option, Thanos Rising. Um, you know, there's always like you mentioned, Jonathan, the deck buildings by legendaries, but um, this is different. This feels like more like a, I guess, like a board game. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a good one I think it's a a one that you that you must you must have or you want to have in your collection. Am I right? I think so. I can sell you my copy. Do you want a copy? <laughs> so like, you you want to have it in your collection? <laughs> we'll
0: just we'll just bounce it around so everybody kind of owns it.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Anyway, guys, so uh, before we say goodbye, I have some news to tell you. So. We are available, as you know always, in iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and the Board Game Geek website as well. But now we also are available on Stitcher. Stitcher, it's a new, um, kind of new, I guess, software, a new app that you can download on your Android or, uh, uh, you know, Apple, iOS. And what it does, it simplifies for you a huge library of podcasts. But now you can find us on Stitcher as well. Just look for us at Podcast. Over there, and you will find these episodes and all the previous episodes that we have, which this is episode number twenty-five. Also, um, these and soon we're gonna release an interview with um, Adam and Brady Salter, designers of um, you know the new game that is gonna come out on Kickstarter, Alter Quest. And also, we're gonna be talking about their previous design, and we're gonna have a nice chat with them. In that way, you all can can know a little bit more about Alter Quest that it once again is coming out to Kickstarter very soon. And besides that, well, like always, you can follow us in our social medias in Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Solo BG Podcast. I really recommend you to follow us on Facebook because we will have very soon another giveaway, like we did with Pocket Mars, which is gonna include free shipping to US. And if you live outside of US, well, uh, you know you just need to have you just need to pay for the shipping, but the game will be completely free for you. I'm not gonna spoil you which game I'm gonna we're gonna give us a giveaway right now, but just stay tuned, especially on Facebook. Once again, at Solo BG Podcast, Mister Jonathan, like always, thank you so much for being with me tonight for another episode. But I I needed to hear you because uh, I needed I needed for you to be here because I know you're a strong strong Marvel fan since you were uh, probably a baby.
0: Well, I want to go that back that far, but. Um, <laughs> Now, next time I'm here, I can I can give spoilers for Infinity or for Endgame for all the people that can
1: take a ticket guess. check what, they, since they, it's sold out. They, they've been advised, yeah. Are you
0: going to the premiere, by the way? No, I'm going on Saturday, so I just have to avoid the internet for like a day and a half.
1: Okay, so this, this episode will be published on Friday, which today is Friday, I guess, if you're listening, the day of the release of this episode. And the movie was released last night, which it was Thursday. So, once again... I guess all I can say is, if you already watched the movie, please don't spoil for everybody else. Uh, We need to pay uh, close attention to what Marvel and Disney told us that you know to spoil, not to share any memes or anything like that. Just wait a couple of weeks, you know. In that way, everybody can have that uh, same enjoyment as you did on the premiere or on the weekend. That would be, I guess, my only, you know, favor to ask for all of you amazing listeners, which I know you all very great and amazing. And that's not the case here, but. You know, share this message. Like I always say, go tell your friends. Share this message with your loved ones too in that way. They don't spoil anybody and we all get the surprise of whatever is going to bring endgame to us. Right, Jonathan? Yep. Alrighty, my friend. Well, once again, thank you for being with me tonight. Looking forward to trying more games. Looking forward to, like I said, to do a mystery episode with Chronicles of Crime and Detective and probably the Unlock games that you love so much. And anyway, remember follow us on social medias and like always remember... For victory, go tell your friends. Till next time, see you through the speaker and at the tabletop.